Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Relax the Podcast. I'm your host, Colleen Ballinger, and unfortunately for you guys, today we are not joined by the incredible, the handsome, the talented, the perfect Mr. Eric Stockland, because this episode is a surprise for Eric, my lovey, my bestie. Um, I am on tour right now. If you're watching this episode, you'll see that I am currently in a hotel room. I am in Atlanta. And because I'm on tour, um, sometimes when I do these little weekend tour gigs, Eric and I have to frantically film the podcast like on a Monday or Tuesday. And that's doesn't give us a lot of time to send it over to our producer slash editor extraordinaire to get it all ready to be uploaded by Wednesday. And so it's, it's kind of frantic and hectic when we have to record it on a Monday. And you guys, the week that you're listening to this podcast episode is Eric's birthday. That's right. It's a very big, exciting, important birthday. And this is his birthday week. And I thought it would be a fun way to start off his birthday week if I got home from my little tour, I'm doing shows in Atlanta and DC this weekend. If I got home and he thinks I'm going to get home and I get home, I get to say hi to the kids and then we're immediately going to have to record the podcast. But I think it'd be a fun little surprise to get home and he's like, okay, we got to record the podcast. And I'm going to be like, actually, no, we're going to go have a family day or like, let's go on a date or something. I already did it and surprise him. And not only that, um, I want to surprise him with an episode that's all about him and how awesome he is because it's his birthday week. So I wanted to celebrate him in this episode. So um, by the way, it's not like I would have gotten home and he would have been like, oh, we have to record the podcast. Like he loves this podcast. He loves doing these episodes. Like it's so much fun for both of us. But um, I still think that like it would be a nice little surprise if it was already finished and already done for the week and he could just focus on like having a fun birthday with the fam um, instead of worrying about rushing to record a podcast and all of that. So it's just a fun little surprise. And I also, I mean, the bigger surprise is that this episode is literally just going to be me talking about how much I love my husband for an hour. So you guys are very lucky that you get to hear this for an hour. You're welcome. And, um, anyway, (laughs) I had this idea today, earlier today when I was flying, here to Georgia, I was like, what if I did the whole episode before I I got home and he has no idea I'm going to do it. And every segment I tell a different story about, um, different fun stories about Eric, things I love about him, silly stories, wonderful stories, stories you guys have never heard, secrets perhaps. Okay. I just completely distracted myself and I don't remember what I was just talking about. It could be because, um, it is 2.37 a.m., and I should definitely be asleep. But here's my idea, guys. Okay. Wow. We're already like five minutes into the episode and I haven't even explained to you the idea of the episode. So here's what's going to (laughs) happen. Oh, I know what I was saying. I was saying, sorry, if you guys listened to the episode for Eric and he's not here today, but um, I think you should still listen to the episode, even if you only listen because of Eric, because I'm just going to be talking about him the whole time and telling funny stories. Um, So yes, it is Eric's birthday week and I'm so excited. You guys, I have so many fun things planned that I can't talk about yet because he's going to listen to this episode, so I can't give it away. But his birthday is on Saturday of this week, September 24th. And he let me be in charge of his birthday and I get to do whatever I want. And I have some fun stuff planned. Um, So you'll hear about that next week. I'm sure when we do the episode next week, we'll talk about everything that we did for his birthday. I'm very excited. So anyway, let's dive into the episode, shall we? So um, I want to talk about who needs to relax this week. And what I think needs to relax, and everything has to do with Eric, um, this episode. Um, What I think needs to relax is hotel robes and my husband's obsession with them. So 
guys, I just think hotel robes are gross. Okay. I'm not a big robe fan. Like I'll wear a robe. Like Eric's gotten me a couple of robes and they're really, really nice. And they are super cozy. And I love those. But like in general, I never think like, oh, I want to put on a robe. Like that's just not where my mind goes. Whereas my husband, Mr. Eric Stockland, the birthday boy himself, is obsessed with robes. Like when he sees a robe, it doesn't matter where we are. If he can put it on, like he will put it on. Like if there's a robe in a hotel room, like it will be on him within a few hours. Like he, I don't know what it is about Eric and robes, but he's obsessed with them. Like we went to a hotel um, last week in Austin for his brother's wedding. And when we were there in the lobby, they had, they were selling a bunch of random stuff. And one of the things they were selling was robes. And it just so happened to be the same exact robes that were in the bathroom, um, in the hotel rooms that you could wear after a shower. And Eric was like, he saw this robe. He's like, I need to buy that robe. I need it. Now, Eric has like a million robes. He loves robes, but I feel like he only wears them when he's in hotel rooms and he wears them when he gets out of the shower for like 10 minutes and then he doesn't i there's something about a robe that he just cannot resist now me personally i think hotel robes is just kind of gross because like if you think about it like you're wrapping yourself in a robe that like a lot of other naked people have wrapped themselves in and I know that you could say the same thing about hotel beds and about hotel towels. And I know they wash them and whatever. But like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a likelihood that people have worn robes in hotel rooms. And then when they were done with the robe, they like hung it back up and then it didn't get washed. Like, I don't know. I'm just not risking it. I, for some reason, it feels different to me than a hotel towel or bed sheets, like a robe, something like you wear like clothing on your body. And other people, you know, for a fact have worn it naked. Like that just like gives me the heebie-jeebies. So anyway, I think hotel robes are just kind of gross and Eric really loves them. So that was going to be my relax for the day. Um, But I wanted to tell a story. So every segment of this podcast episode, I'm going to tell a story about Eric, whether it's a sweet story, funny story, an embarrassing story. I'm going to just talk about him. So this first story I wanted to tell, because this is his birthday episode and I'm talking about his birthday, I wanted to tell you guys a story about Eric and one of his birthdays in the last couple of years. I think it was his birthday two years ago, maybe, maybe three. I think it was two years ago. I don't know. But um, I'm going to tell you a story of his birthday. Now this story, I just have to give you a warning here. It's a very sweet story. And I'm going to talk about how much I love Eric for a minute. I know that might scare some of you because you're used to hearing us just bicker all the time. Um, And I do know that we like kind of tease each other a lot on this podcast and we don't, you know, Eric's my soulmate. He's the love of my life. And a lot of times we just kind of joke around on the podcast and and goof around and like uh, tease each other and whatnot and bicker as some of you say, but like we love each other so dearly. Like he's my person. He's my soulmate. And this story is going to make, I'm kind of nervous to tell it because I feel like it's going to make everyone fall in love with him. But um, anyway, I'm going to tell you a story about Eric and the type of person that he is. So um, it was his birthday a couple years ago and I wanted to take him to do something fun for his birthday. And something that Mr. Stockton loves to do is go shopping. He loves to shop. So I was like, let's go shopping for your birthday. I think you'd really like it. Let's go on a shopping spree. I'll buy you whatever you want. Of course, we did other stuff for his birthday too. Um, you know, I had a bunch of presents for him. We had a little get together. Like we did stuff for his birthday, but I was like, I want to take you shopping on your birthday. So I took him shopping and I had had like a stressful week or two as I usually do. And somehow this, this story is like, just explains Eric to a T. We get to the mall and I told him, get whatever you want. We're going to go shopping all day. Like get whatever you want. Like, let's go crazy. Like we're on a shopping spree. Go. And this boy starts picking out clothes for me. And I was like, we're shopping for you. And he's like, no, I want to dress you. I want to pick out outfits for you. And on his birthday, he chose a bunch of different outfits for me dressed me and like gave me a makeover with a bunch of different outfits like skirts and dresses and pants and shirts and jackets and belts sunglasses like tons of stuff and he just decked me out dressed me up and the whole time I was feeling so guilty because this was supposed to be a present for him a birthday present for him that I got for him to celebrate him and all that he does for me and just how awesome a person he is and somehow he turned it around to 
take care of me and make sure that I felt special. I'm going to cry. <laughs> and that is a, I love, I wanted to tell that because of course I'll tell lots of funny and silly stories too, but I wanted to say that just because it is his birthday. I want to talk about how awesome he is today and celebrate him and celebrate all sides of him. And yes, he's funny and yes, he's talented and yes, he's handsome and yes, he's all the things, but like first and foremost, he's like a total sweetheart and, and he loves me so much <laughs> and I love him so much. And he really did like take my entire like fun shopping spree idea for him and turn it around and spoiled me rotten. Like, and I couldn't get him to not, I couldn't get him to pick out clothes for himself, shop for himself, spoil himself. Like he wanted to spoil me on his birthday and make me feel special because I had been stressed out and I was going through a lot and whatever. And I was trying to like take the focus off me and make it all on him. And he still just wanted to make sure that I felt special and I felt loved and I felt taken care of on his birthday. So I wanted to tell that story just to like really hammer it into your brains out there who listen and love Eric as you all do, like how wonderful of a man this guy is and how lucky I am to have him. And I, I know that, like I said, we bicker a lot. We joke around a lot, but like, I love him so much. That is my person. He is my soulmate. He is my, he's my partner forever. And I adore him and I know that he adores me. And, um, yeah, I just want to celebrate him all week and every day and every month forever. But this week, especially on the podcast, we are celebrating Eric Stockland. So I wanted to start off the episode by telling you guys a really sweet story about Eric and one of his birthdays, because I was thinking about what am I going to talk about for this first segment? And I was like thinking about, oh, well, since it's his birthday, let me think about his past birthdays. And that one just was the first thing that popped in my mind and how overwhelmed I was with like love and admiration for him that year on his birthday when he just went out of his way to make me feel special. He is a wonderful person and I love him so much. I'm so lucky to have him. So anyway, um, I want to tell that story. Um, so yeah, right now, just, you know, how I'm going to do this episode, um, is I'm going to tell, since I am on tour and it is three in the morning now, um, I have a show tomorrow in Atlanta. So I'm going to stop here now and we're going to say thanks to our first sponsor. And then throughout the weekend, I'm going to Atlanta uh, for my show tomorrow. And then I travel all day to um, Washington, D.C. And then I have a show in Washington, D.C. And then I travel back to home. So every day I'm going to try to find moments because tour schedule is pretty hectic and we're actually missing um, some of our team on this trip. And so it's literally just me and Corey doing everything. So it's going to be a very hectic, very busy weekend. So whenever I can find five, 10 minutes, I'm going to try to find a quiet place, whether I'm in the theater, in a hotel, in an airplane, in a car, at an airport, wherever I am, I'm going to try to find moments to record this episode. So for the first time ever, this relaxed episode is going to be recorded over the course of like four or five days in various random places, in different cities, in different locations. So this first part of the episode is recorded in my hotel room, in bed, in Atlanta, Georgia, at almost three in the morning. And who knows where the next segment is going to be, um, but I've got a lot of fun and crazy and silly and just <laughs> quirky stories to tell you about all of our favorite person, Mr. Eric Stockland. So stay tuned and I'll talk to you guys right after our first wonderful, incredible sponsor. Think about someone who has changed your life for the better. How incredible would it be if your company could find more of those life-changing people right when you needed them? If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessments, and Virtual Interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in a search, according to U.S. Indeed data. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Indeed does the hard work for you, sponsor a job, and boom, Instant Match shows you candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately after you post. With Instant Match, you can start hiring fast. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to 
hire great talent fast. Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. Visit indeed.com slash relax to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash relax. Indeed.com slash relax. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we're back. Hello, everyone. So if you're watching, you'll see that I am now backstage. I literally just got off the stage in Atlanta. I'm still in my show outfit. Um, I Here, I'll show you in case you're watching. I'm wearing these little shorts with sparkles and my little um, corset top. And uh, literally walked off the stage and turned on the microphone to record the next segment of this podcast. And um, one thing, I, this episode, obviously, like I said, it's all about my lovey. Um, I will say traveling without him is so brutal, is so hard. I miss him so much, especially because he is my number one cheerleader, literally in the entire world. That man is so supportive of me. I have never met a more supportive human being in my life of my career. I thought my mom always would be like my number one supporter, but Eric is, I mean, he like stands in the wings at every show that he's at and watches every second. He takes notes <laughs> on the things that he likes and the things that made him laugh, his favorite parts, and he talks about them all night. Like he is so sweet and so supportive. I've never experienced that in my whole life um, other than my mom. Obviously I have friends and family who are supportive, but not like that. He is truly my biggest fan and my biggest cheerleader. And I couldn't ask for a more supportive partner. So whenever I'm on stage, I think about like, oh, Eric would have liked that part. Oh, I wish I could have Eric in this part like so it's always really sad when he's not here I really really miss him um anyway so I thought of something that I wanted to talk about um for this little segment one how much I miss him when he's not here and by the way when Eric is in my shows when he does come on tour with me he gets the loudest and biggest applause I've ever heard in my life like louder than you could imagine people would cheer for Harry Styles or I don't know who's popular right now. <laughs> I don't know. I feel old, but I don't know who's popular. But like the most popular pop star in the world, when Eric comes on stage, it is the loudest, longest, insane applause I've ever heard. And it is way bigger and more exciting than when I come on stage. I'll tell you that much. Like people are obsessed with him as they should be. And it is so exciting. And I'm always so sad when he's not here that I don't get to have that moment in the show where I hear everyone scream about how much they love him as much as I do. Um, well, not as much. Sorry. No one will ever love him as much as I do. But you get what I'm saying. Anyway, um, so I really miss him right now. I'm sad that he is not here doing the show. And tonight there were a bunch of moments on stage that I know he would have really, really loved because I, I tried it a new bit tonight. Well, it wasn't a new bit. It was an old bit. It was a bit I used to do in the show years ago that I really loved and it was really fun. And it was where I would like take off layers of clothing that sounds really bad but it's not trust me <laughs> it's like I have these rip away pants and every time I rip them off I have another pair of pants exactly the same pants underneath and I just keep going it's like oh my god how many pants does this girl have on until I get down to well I'm not going to give it all away but basically my shoes got caught in my pants and I couldn't get them out and I was struggling for like two minutes on stage trying to get my crocs out they were stuck in my pants and I was pantsless and I couldn't it was it was bad it was insane but the audience liked it they were laughing I was laughing and the whole time I was like I know if Eric were in the wings right now I'd be able to hear him laugh and it's funny that now whenever he's not here oftentimes throughout the show what I'm thinking about is like yeah I'm thinking about what comes next but usually I'm thinking about like oh Eric would have loved that oh dang it I wish Eric were here he would have liked that part oh I wish Eric were here to see that part um so anyway I'm always sad when he's not here um so the story that I wanted to tell you though is about a date night we had the other night so Eric and I went to a restaurant and um you know our nanny was like hey do you guys want me to stay a little bit longer you guys can go have a little date and I like jumped at the opportunity I was like yes let's go so we went to this really fancy restaurant with really good reviews and I was so excited to take him there and try it out and um we got there and I do every time I go to a new place a new restaurant I always ask the waiter what they recommend we try um instead of getting something that I think looks good I always try to ask for recommendations and I'd say nine times out of ten and this is the best choice like nine times out of ten I end up getting some of the best food I've ever had in my life like if I trust the people who work there and know what they're doing you know so this time was not one of those nine times it was the one time where um wasn't good recommendations and it wasn't this girl's fault the waitress was very very sweet she was a wonderful waitress but she just had a different flavor palette than Eric and I had but 
it was so funny because Eric and I, okay, Eric and I hate restaurants. So every time we go to a restaurant, we're always like, why did we do this? We hate going to restaurants. We both are so bad at restaurants. Like I will never forget the first time I went to a restaurant with Eric. Um, we were sitting there and he was getting frustrated and like, he was like, ah, oh, gosh, it's taking so long to get the check. Not in a rude way. Like we always are like love the waiters or whatever, but it's just like he does, he's impatient and I'm impatient. We're just like, ah, oh, I want to go. Like we just like want to get out of there. We're like antsy and we just don't really enjoy like the restaurant experience um, like a lot of people do. And so I remember the first time we ever went to a restaurant together and I was like, oh my God. I finally found someone else who hates restaurants just as much as I do. I've never met anyone who hates restaurants like I do. And that was so exciting to me. Um, and so anyway, we're at this restaurant and I asked the waitress to just give us all the, her favorite things. And she was like, okay, great. And she recommended a few things. She told us what she was gonna bring us. And I just didn't look at the menu to see what those things were. I was just like, I'm gonna trust you, get whatever you want, give us whatever you want. So she proceeds to bring out a dish that was like raw meat which is great. I love raw meat. I love sushi. I don't have a problem with raw meat. But she brings out this raw meat and um, didn't taste good. It wasn't great. And that's okay. I was like, we got lots of dishes coming. There's lots of options that we're going to have. So that's okay. Eric and I both were like, that was not, that tasted funky. That tastes like it's going to make us sick. So the next dish comes out and it's like a raw fish. And um, again, love sushi. So I was kind of stoked on this. But um, Eric took a bite and was like, that tastes very fishy it tastes like it like literally just I dunked it in the ocean before I took a bite of it like it tastes very very fishy and it smells very fishy which is kind of a sign you're not supposed to eat the fish you know and I was like huh well mine tasted fine because I like smothered it in sauce so I like kept smothering it in like the whatever mayo sauce they had and I just kept eating this raw stinky fish but it w I could tell this fish was not good but the sauce was pretty good it was like a spicy mayo so anyway but it wasn't good so I was like okay whatever the next dish will be good she brought out like five or six dishes it was like a tapas restaurant, so there's lots of little dishes. Every dish was like a raw meat, which is fine if we were going to sushi or something, but we went to this like really cool tapas restaurant and everyone around us is getting delivered like steaks and um, chicken and rice, mashed potatoes, um, you know, just looked cooked salmon, cooked like dishes, like dinners, salads, um, things that looked like food and we were only getting like hunks of raw meat that seemed kind of funky and literally none of it tasted good and even one dish came out and I'm not just here to complain about the food I'm here to talk about Eric um, so just be patient for a second so um, I'm talking to myself by the way I'm like be patient I'm tell literally telling myself to be patient with myself telling this story <laughs> I'm so strange trying to do the podcast by myself is so weird guys I really Sorry if y'all hate this episode. But anyway, um, then they brought out a dish that wasn't raw fish. It was mushrooms in some sort of a sauce. And uh, we're like, okay, something different. It's mushrooms. I like mushrooms. He likes mushrooms. We're excited about this. The mushrooms were not edible. Like, they were so tough. You couldn't bite through them. Super chewy. Like, so bad and the sauce was foul and Eric was like this literally takes like they just and it tastes and looks like they scooped up just whatever was in the gutter out front and like put it in a bowl like what's going on are we being pranked because everyone around us was getting these like beautiful dishes that looked so d yummy and smelled so good and this place has wonderful reviews so we we're like what is going on like this is so weird but we wanted to eat everything because we also both have social anxiety and we didn't want the waitress to think that like we didn't like her suggestions because she was so freaking sweet so we're trying to make the plates look like we had eaten food but we didn't want to eat it because it was making us feel sick. So Eric and I were like fighting over who was going to eat more. I was like, you have to eat more. He's like, no, I did the last plate. You have to eat more on this plate to make it. And I'm like, we're like literally choking down food to make it look like we've eaten food that we didn't want to eat. But Eric then says to me, we're like um, talking about, you know, the food and how it's, it's not tasting great. And he looks at me and he said, I love you so much. And I think I love hating restaurants with you just as much as I love it when we find things that we love together. Like he was talking and he kept, he went on to say like, I love when we both love a restaurant and we find food that we love so much and it's like our new favorite restaurant, our new favorite food or find something to do that like we love so much. Like that's so exciting in our relationship, but he loves it equally as much when we both passionately or equally hate <laughs> an experience <laughs> because we weren't grumpy about it. We weren't rude about it. We were 
like we were laughing so much and having so much fun. And I went home that night and I got very sick. I had a stomach ache all night and um, it kept me up. Like I, w- I felt so ill, which was a total bummer because it kind of ruined the rest of the night for us. However, um, I did go to sleep that night feeling uh, in pain in my stomach, but also so happy and grateful that I have a partner that when things happen that most people might consider not so great, like, you know, you go to a restaurant, you s- you're spending a good amount of money on this food that everyone says is so great and everything kind of doesn't taste very good and you're feeling kind of like you're wasting your money, you're wasting your time. We don't get to go out on dates very often. So it was a precious time for us. Like, I feel like it would be very easy to get frustrated and disappointed and angry with that experience. But for us, it ended up being like one of the most fun nights because we were just laughing and having great conversation and making fun of the food and trying to compare what the taste was to each other and just to make the other laugh harder. Like what crazy thing could we compare these flavors to? And it, and I went to bed like so grateful that I have a partner and a husband that in those situations and in those scenarios where things aren't going so great, we can laugh about it together and make jokes about it together and um, end up having like one of the best nights ever, even though it didn't go as we planned and as we wanted it to. Um, And so I don't know, that just happened a couple nights ago. So while I'm going to be telling stories about you know, the span of our relationship and Eric in general, like, uh, that was something that just happened that made me really happy and feel very lucky to have him. And, um, so I wanted to tell that story tonight too. And, um, yeah, it also just goes to show everyone has a very different palate when it comes to taste and flavor. Cause that waitress was like, these are the best dishes in the world. They're so delicious. And both Eric and I were like, Mm, this does not agree with our tongues or our stomachs, but she loved them. So, and she was so, so sweet. She was a really great waitress. Um, and, uh, yeah, anyway, so that was that experience. It was very fun. So anyway, um, I'm going to change out of my show clothes and into some comfy clothes and, uh, I will see you guys a little bit later, but first let's say thanks to our next sponsor. Faherty is our next sponsor of the day. Faherty is all about clothing for life's best moments, whether it's a Friday night football game, the first day of school, or hanging with the family in your backyard this fall. They make clothes that feel good and make you feel good. Faherty is a family brand that believes comfort and quality are key. Founded by twin brothers. Hey, twins. Love that. Um, Alex and Mike. Verherdy grew out of their longtime love of the surf and mountains, road trips and beach bonfires. You know the feeling. They're passionate about craftsmanship and sustainability. Every piece is designed to be a lifetime favorite. In fact, their clothes get even better with age. And if anything happens along the way, Verherdy will replace or fix your clothing for life, no matter what. Layer your favorite pieces for a cozy fall vibe. Or make it even easier with a one-and-done jumpsuit. Guys, you know I love a freaking jumpsuit. Give me a jumpsuit or a romper any day. Like, I will always pick that above anything else in my closet. Hello, jumpsuits are the best. Um, So anyway, find a new fall favorite at Faherty. Legendary comfort awaits. Y'all, Eric and I only recently started trying out some of the clothing items, and let me tell you, They are quality, they are soft, they are cute, they're cozy. I am so excited to fill up my closet with more for herdy pieces because they know what they're doing. And I think you guys might really like them if you check them out. And if you want to, you want to join me in on the for herdy party, uh, you can go right now. For herdy is giving all of my relaxed listeners 15% off on every order. You heard me. You get 15% off your order. Head to faherdybrand.com slash relax and use code relax at checkout to get this deal. That's code relax at faherdy, F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com slash relax for 15% off. Faherdybrand.com slash relax. All right, everybody, we are now in Washington, D.C. I flew to Washington, D.C. today. I walked around a little bit, saw the Washington Monument and all the cool buildings, the Lincoln Memorial, all that fun stuff, and went to dinner. And uh, now I'm back in my hotel. I just took a shower. And I have something really fun planned for right now. I hope it works out. So I have a bunch of stories I want to tell, but there's this trend on TikTok that I want to try on Eric. So the goal was to not 
um, even have Eric on this episode at all and me just do the whole thing. But I think I'm going to have him on the episode, but just unbeknownst to him. He'll think we're just having a phone conversation. Um, But I'm going to call him because there's a trend on TikTok where girls are saying like, um, if I was a flower or if I was a color or you know, like what color I'd be, what animal I'd be, stuff like that. But they have their boyfriend or husband answer the questions. So I want to do this with Eric. Um, I'm going to tell him it's for my TikTok because it is. But I think it's going to be a very funny conversation. Now, normally uh, these TikToks online they're very like aesthetically pleasing like the boyfriends are picking like the color taupe you know and like (laughs) the boyfriends are picking like autumn for the season and and stuff like that and I just feel like Eric and I are gonna have a very different experience than most people but I don't know because I feel like if we did this on the podcast together he'd come up with really funny answers but I wonder if it's just me and him on the phone and he doesn't know he's being recorded if his answers will be funny or sweet and sentimental. So um, I'm going to call him in a sec, but first I thought I would do it about him since this episode is all about him and how awesome he is. I was like, well, maybe I will first, before I give him a call, answer the question. So I'm going to ask him, what animal am I? Um, And for him, I would say a puppy. For sure, that's an easy answer. I'm sorry, I'm not going to come up with a creative, cool answer, like a chameleon or something. He's literally a puppy dog. Like, the sweetest, cuddliest, cutest little puppy dog who just wants, he just wants to be pet all day and he just wants to follow you around and, and love you and have love. And he's a total puppy dog. Um, the next thing said a thing, like the TikTok I watched to get these from, it said a thing. So that could really mean anything, but I just put like the first thing that popped in my mind was like a bicycle, like a vintage bicycle. Um, obviously, we love bicycles. Bicycles are, you know, a big part of us because when we did Haters Back Off, Patrick rode a bicycle. And, you know, I don't know. I just always think of him when I see bicycles. I think of him and like a really cool, like vintage looking bicycle. He loves adventures. Um, he likes riding bikes. I just, I don't know why. I just thought of a bicycle. I'm sure I could come up with a way better one than that. But that was just the first thing that popped to my mind. And I think the point of this is to say the first thing that pops to your mind. A food. Uh, Definitely, he would be a deli sandwich, like a really, really, really good deli sandwich. Because I feel like um, deli sandwiches are slept on, first of all. Like people don't recognize or appreciate enough how awesome deli sandwiches can be. And if you find a really good deli sandwich, like if you're in like New York City somewhere and you find like just a really cool, awesome old deli with like the just the best bread and the best meats I don't know like a deli sandwich can be so good and also Eric loves a sandwich like he loves a freaking Sammy so I thought of that um time of day I would say 9 p.m he's definitely not a morning guy absolutely not not an afternoon person I just don't think of the sunshine when I think of Eric I think of nighttime but not too late because he likes to go to bed so like that's why I say like 9 p.m for Mr. Stockland a flower any kind of cactus flower succulent flower ugly flower like not that cactus and succulent flowers are ugly they're very pretty but like Eric will always like when we go to like plant nurseries he'll pick out the ugliest plant like he likes to find the weird quirky ugly ones that no one else would get so I would pick like kind of like a wilting cactus flower (laughs) Uh, place I would say Vancouver hobby I don't know I said like woodworking he likes building things but I don't know um a gem I picked a tiger's eye. Uh, those always make me think of him. His he has two wedding rings. He has like an he wanted an engagement ring because he's a genius man, and he knows that it's dumb that only girls get engagement rings because like how come the girl has to have a ring on her finger saying that she's like taken property, but the man doesn't? Like that doesn't make any sense. Like both should have an engagement ring and both should have wedding rings. Um, so he was like, I want something on my finger. I'm jealous that you have something on yours. So we got him a ring with like a tiger's eye in it, a tiger's eye stone. And then eventually he got his actual wedding band. But so I always think of him uh, with tiger's eye. A season, I would say summer, which is so weird because I just said I don't think of the sun with him, but he just likes, I feel like summer is a good time for him because he loves all the activities you do in the summer. Um, If I had to say a star or a planet, I would say the moon. I know it's not a star or a planet, but it's just the first thing I thought of. Um, 
the moon, I don't know. I just think the moon is the most Eric of all of the planets and stars and everything, even though it's not a planet or a star. Okay. Um, and then a feeling, I am saying love, which kind of boring, but it's true. The first thing I thought of was home when I thought of a feeling, but I was like, oh wait, home is not a feeling. That's a location. <laughs> but that's how I feel when I think of Eric. I, I feel when you say, how do you feel when you think of Eric Stockland? My initial thought is home. Um, so, but it's love, you know, obviously since home is a location and not a feeling anyway, that's how it works. Okay. So I just explained to you all the things that I think Eric is. So now I'm going to call Eric and see if he'll answer all these questions. Hopefully this works guys. Okay, here we go. Hi, love you. What you doing? Uh, cleaning up our room. Um, can you do me a favor? Yeah. There's a TikTok trend that I really want to do with you, but you just have to answer some questions. It's like, and then I'll edit together a video. It's like girls are doing this thing where they, they ask their husband or their boyfriend, like, oh, what kind of a cat or what kind of an animal am I? Obviously, I think I'm a cat. Um, and then you, you have to answer the questions. And then I, you're not in it or anything. I just like edit together a bunch of pictures and videos of like the thing you say that I am. Can you do that? Okay. Okay. The first thing is an animal. What kind of animal are you? Yeah. You want me to say cat? <laughs> you can say whatever you want. You have to say whatever you think I am. Like a dirty street cat. A dirty street cat? Yeah, like a, a street cat. Okay. Cat. <laughs> I actually agree with that. That's pretty accurate. Um, okay. A thing. Outdoor cat. Outdoor no, cat. You okay. You're not, you don't like outdoors. Though. Like a tabby? Is that what they're called? You don't like you don't like outdoors, so now I can't. Now I'm thinking I don't like street cat, but like a dirty cat. I don't know. A <laughs> dirty cat. Okay, thanks. I um, don't know. A thing. A thing? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? I don't know. It just is a thing. A thing? Can, <laughs> yeah. you, can you be more specific? No. <laughs> uh, a thing. Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Thank you. Um, a food. Taco Bell. Thanks. A time of day. Uh, noon or 2 a.m. Both? You're like 2 a.m. Okay. A flower. Sunflower. Aw. A place. A theater stage. A theater stage? Is that what you said? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um... I was thinking more like I say like a, I want to say like a geographical location. Yeah. Amsterdam. Ooh, thank you. What's going on? This is kind of like sexy. <laughs> What's happening? Am I being recorded? You wish. Um, no. Okay. So wait. The next one is uh, hobby. That's a dumb one. Am I being recorded or something? No. A hobby. Yeah. Um. Scratching your butt cheeks. Oh my god. That's what pops in my head, love. Okay. Oh, crafts. Hot glue gun. Hot glue gun. Crafts. Okay. A princess. Uh, princess buttercup. Aw, that's so sweet. Um, a gem. We're almost done. What's a gem? Like a diamond. Rose quartz. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you even know what that is? No. Okay, a uh, season. Uh, a season. It's like Christmas time. A season. Yeah, it is. Um. Okay. Almost done. A star or a planet. <clears throat> Uranus. I knew you were gonna say that. Okay. Uh, what do you want me to say? That's um, perfect. Uranus is great. Um. And the last one is a feeling. A feeling? Mm-hmm. What feeling am I? Cocky. Cocky? <laughs> what? That's, first of all, that's not a feeling. <laughs> what the heck? That is not a feeling at all. Um, love, maybe? Okay, love. Yeah, love. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Cocky? <laughs> what are you talking about? the first thing that popped in my head. I don't know. The first thing you thought when I said to think of a feeling in regards to me, you said cocky? 
I'm trying to be silly, love. I'm just kidding. Love, Lovey. love was the first thing I thought of. No, it wasn't. Love. You thought of cocky. <laughs> no, it was lovey, but then I said cocky. Sorry. No, it's fine. You can say cocky if you want to. No, I want to say love, lovey. Am I cocky? No. <laughs> oh, I love you. Thank you. I needed that. Thank you. That'll make a great TikTok. Okay, everyone. I just hung up with Eric. Um, I chatted with him for a little bit longer after I asked him all of those questions, said goodnight to him, and now I'm saying hello again to you guys. Um, however, it is time to say thank you to our next sponsor, which is, of course, ExpressVPN. Let's talk about it. So, guys, have you ever browsed in incognito mode? It's probably not as incognito as you think, and why would it be? Incognito mode, like the Chrome browser itself, is a Google product, and Google has made its fortune by tracking your movements online. There's even a $5 billion class action lawsuit against the company in California where it's accused of secretly collecting user data. Google's defense? Incognito does not mean invisible. So how do you actually make yourself as invisible as possible online? You use... ExpressVPN, like I do. Now, I really did believe that the incognito thing worked until I did a little bit more research. And we've talked about ExpressVPN in the past. It has been a part of our lives for a while. And so I'm excited to talk about them again today. Turns out, even in incognito mode, your online activity still gets tracked. Isn't that crazy? Data brokers still get to buy and sell your data. One of these data points is your IP address. Data harvesters use your IP to uniquely identify you and your location. But with ExpressVPN, your connection gets rerouted through an encrypted server and your IP address is masked. Every time you connect to ExpressVPN, you get a random IP address shared by many other ExpressVPN customers that makes it harder for third parties to identify you or harvest your data. Best of all, ExpressVPN is super easy to use. No matter what device you're on, phone, laptop, smart TV, all you have to do is tap one button for instant protection. So if you really want to go incognito and protect your privacy, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN. Visit expressvpn.com relax and get three extra months for free. That's expressvpn.com, E-X-P-R, essvpn.com slash relax. Go to expressvpn.com slash relax to learn more. Yay. Okay, so now I am backstage at my show in Washington, D.C. I'm about to do a sound check. So if you guys hear random sounds and music and poundings and weird things, it's because they're prepping the stage right now for sound check to happen. Um, if you're watching the podcast episode this week, you'll see that I'm backstage and behind me, there's a TV. That is what the stage looks like. They're currently checking the screen and all that fun stuff. Anyway, here we are. So um, I'm really excited about this little segment because I've thought long and hard about all the different things I want to talk about. And there's so many things I feel like I need to make multiple Eric is Awesome episodes. Um, and I know this is probably a shocking heart episode to listen to because you guys are used to hearing me just like bicker and tease um, Eric. So it might be weird to suddenly hear me just like be sweet for a whole episode. <laughs> but um, I'm excited to talk about this next one. This, uh, so I wanted to, I was trying to think of funny, silly or embarrassing stories. And this just kept popping into my mind as something I wanted to talk about and it's not silly nor embarrassing or weird it's just like something I love about him that I want to talk about because um it's one of like when I think about all the reasons that I love Eric this is one of the top things that always pops into my mind um obviously I love him for so many reasons and I think um one of my favorite things other than that he's a great dad and a great partner and he's sexy is that he um doesn't let things that typically would make a man feel threatened or feel like some like threatening their masculinity okay i'm totally wording this wrong things that um society has taught men should threaten their masculinity does not threaten Eric's masculinity and it is so attractive to me <laughs> so I feel like he's one of the first men I've ever known like other than like my dad you know who 
um, isn't threatened by things society has taught him are feminine. And let me explain what I mean by this. Um, so the first thing that the first time this happened to with Eric, where I was like, Oh my God, like that's so attractive. That doesn't threaten you. You're not freaked out by that. You're not upset by that was I was going to do some event. I know I've talked about this somewhere online before, but I was going to do some event and, um, he, said to me oh man I wish so badly I could be there and carry your bag for you and just watch you and I teared up um the air conditioner just turned on so if you heard a big loud sound that's what that was but I teared up at that because the fact that he not only wasn't threatened at the idea of like following me and watching me do something for my career but also to hold my purse for me he wasn't only not threatened by that he wanted to do that he offered that I didn't bring it up he was like I want to follow you around and carry your bag and just watch you do your thing like I wish I could do that right now that made me want to cry I thought that was like the sweetest thing because I'd never experienced that before um I always felt like as a woman who was kind of a go-getter in life with like career stuff and just with life in general, like always wanting to do the next thing. And I love working and all that stuff. That's always been something that I've been taught is very threatening to men and men wouldn't like that about me. And so, um, to, to meet someone who not only like wasn't threatened by it, but like applauded it and wanted to do things that other men probably would never do was very attractive to me. So that was the first, my first introduction to something like that with him. And I was like, Oh my God, but it obviously didn't stop there. Um, he's always been very supportive of my career. And, um, I just love that about him because like I said, I've always been taught that like men are very threatened by women who are successful or who are career driven or, um, you know, anything like that, like that usually threatens men is what I'd always been taught. And Eric, has taught me so much and I know that there's a lot of times where like online I'll make you know uh very kind of like not men hating but just like oh men type of comments um you know things that frustrate me about men whatever I, I talk about that kind of stuff and obviously whenever I talk about those kinds of things I am never referring to Eric or the good men in the world and I feel like good men know that and they're not the ones who are like when I when I when I've been to this kind of stuff about to Eric he's not like well not all men like he knows that he is excluded from that because he doesn't agree with the bad things that men do um you know when I'm talking about how, like I'm scared of all men like if I see a man I am scared of him like I it's if I'm alone like walking down the street if I see a man it doesn't matter who he is what he looks like where I am what the scenario is if a man approaches me in any sense of the word like I am scared and that's partly because of, you know, my life and my personal life experiences, but also because a lot of men have proved to me that they they suck. Um, but Eric it makes me feel so safe and he has proved to me that not all men are like that. Some men are wonderful. So anyway, I'm getting very off, tra um, off topic here. But what I was talking about is he's not um, threatened by feminine things. Other things like this, um, the color pink, you know, he's not afraid to wear the color pink. I know that sounds really stupid and not that big of a deal, like it's 2022, who's scared of a color, but like there are still people who are threatened by a color, who are like, that color is for girls. Like that has never been a part of his mind. It's not even like, if you even brought that up, he's, he would be like, why are you talking about that? That's stupid, like that's a color. Um, uh, painting nails like one time I was painting my nails and Flynn saw and he was like I want to do that and I was like cool so I started painting his nails and Eric saw and he's like I want to paint my nails too I want to match and so then he painted his nails there was no discussion about it there was no thought about it it was just like we're painting our nails like who cares it wasn't even slightly a, a thought or an insecurity or anything it was just like yeah obviously we're painting nails this is not a big deal um crafts you guys I oh my god crafts like I love that Eric will do crafts with me I love doing crafts I love anything that has to do like painting or or um, rhinestones or beads or anything that's crafty I love and I have always done crafts with other girls or like with Corey my best friend but never with like a guy you know like a, a straight dude or whatever and Eric like I remember him being like, oh yeah, let's go to the craft store. Like let's paint. And we like, 
painted and we did like Bob Ross paintings and like, but he's always been like that. Like he's always down to do a craft, like always. And I freaking love that about him. And I know that, and by the way, I'm not saying that any of these things are girly things or feminine things. They're just things that society has deemed as more feminine or girly or whatever. And for some reason, I have known a lot of guys who have been threatened by these things or been like, oh, I can't do that. That's a girly thing. Like whatever. Like, um, I don't think any of these things are in like girly or I think you guys understand what I'm saying. I feel like I'm treading very uh, thin ice here. I don't know what the word is, but I, I feel like I'm I'm trying to be careful with how I talk about this. I don't want anyone to misinterpret what I'm saying. I'm not saying that these things are girly and that like he's doing them even though they're girly. I'm saying that most men have been taught that these things are for girls only and they cannot participate in them. Whereas Eric's always just been so confident in his masculinity and who he is. And he's just so willing to try and do anything that like that stuff doesn't scare him. And so he does it and it has made our relationship stronger and has made me way more attracted to him because he doesn't make me feel like the things I'm interested in are stupid or too girly or lame for him. Like he wants to do them with me. And, um, so anyway, he loves doing crafts. So like the other day we went to the craft store and he bought a bunch of beads to make bracelets with Flynn. Like I didn't even think to do that. Like he wanted to do that. Like he loves doing crafts and like hands-on activities. And um, also this all to say like he's not the type of guy who's like just into feminine things. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I think that's great. Um, but he also is super into all the things that are more stereotypically like the masculine things like sports and outdoorsy stuff, hiking and fishing and camping and I don't know what's outdoorsy. I, I don't do that kind of stuff. So there's nothing wrong with people who don't like doing the feminine things, by the way. Like if, if a guy, a straight guy is like not interested in wearing pink or nail polish or, or um, doing crafts or whatever, all the things I've mentioned, there's no problem with that. It's when a guy's like threatened by those things. Like, oh, I can't do that. That's for girls. That's what I'm talking about. Just so you know, because like for me, the more stereotypical dude stuff um, that society saw is more for guys like um, sports. And um, I'm not saying it's for guys. I'm saying this is kind of what we've been taught is more the masculine stuff, the hiking and the outdoorsy stuff and woodsman craft things. I don't know. I don't guys. Clearly, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but that stuff does not interest me. I'm not threatened by it. I'm not like, oh, that's for boys. That's not how I think. I um, obviously I know a lot of incredible girls who do all of those things and love all of those things. And those are their passions, like my sister included. Um, but I, I'm just not interested in them, but I'm not threatened by them. So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the guy um, that he's not threatened by those things and he likes to participate in them. But there's no issue with people who are not interested in those things, but not threatened by them. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't know. Anyway, um, the other thing that he loves um, that is shopping. Oh my God, my husband loves to shop. <laughs> and he loves like picking out outfits for me, which I feel like would stereotypically be thought of as like something more feminine. Like, oh my God, he picked out my outfit. Like he loves shopping for me. Like he is so good at it. And, he's, and he likes it because he likes to spoil me and he likes to... Um, make me feel pretty and special and so like I don't know that is something that is so attractive to me the fact that like he is willing to be a part of and try anything that me or our children like and none of it threatens him he just like like it doesn't matter to him he doesn't care he's just like wants to be a part of it and he enjoys it um, and uh, I love that about him so much um, at, you know as a a girl, a woman who's obviously a feminist and wants my children to be raised as people who think of everyone as equal and feel that they can love and be a part of and do whatever they want, regardless of what society teaches them. Um, they can, you know, as long as they're not harming anyone or themselves, like they can love and appreciate and do the things that they love and feel no judgment or shame from their parents. Like, I think that's really important. And I love that he, uh, is that kind of a person. He's just fabulous. I mean, obviously there are a lot of things I love about him, but that is something that is very attractive to me. And like, um, I love about him so much. And how I even started thinking about this was I was thinking about the fact that he's one of the things I love about him is he's so game to do anything. Like we're both like, we like to stay home and be homebodies, but like he's down to go have an adventure and do fun things. And he'll always say like, oh, he's so tired and exhausted. He just wants to stay home. And whenever he says stuff like that, he'll be like, oh, I'm just so exhausted. I haven't slept. Like, I just need to chill. I just need to relax. And then the next thing I know, five minutes later, he's taking Flynn kayaking. And like, 
like that's very Eric to be like, oh, I'm so exhausted. I just need to rest. I can't do anything. And then he's taking Flynn on a hike or, you know, he's making like a crazy dinner of like crab and pizza from scratch. Like he's I love that about him. I, I love all of that about him so much. I mean, the list goes on and on about all the things I love about him. But I just wanted to bring that up because um, I think I oftentimes online talk about like how, you know, a lot of men, there's things that frustrate me and how, you know, things that are off when it comes to equality between men and women and, and stuff like that. And, um, I have never talked really too much about how, like, there are men out there who are part of the not all men thing, you know, like there are, uh, there are wonderful men out there who I think are incredible. And I think men can be awesome and men can be great. Um, and Eric is proof of that. And, um, so yeah, I just wanted to bring up how, you know, that's something that I really love about him as someone who does fear a lot of men and um, doesn't like a lot of them. <laughs> He's one that I really like. So I just wanted to talk about that for a little bit. But <laughs> um, we're going to say thanks to our next sponsor and I'll see you guys maybe after my show. Our final sponsor today is Thrive Market. Oh man, do they help me to thrive. Guys, Grocery shopping can be harder than you think when you have three kids and a busy life. I don't really have time to go grocery shopping, and especially if I have all my kids with me, it's total chaos. And also, I feel like I never get all the items that I need in one location, especially now that I have the kids. It's like, well, does this grocery store have all the food I need and the supplies that I need for my children? Do they have healthy, organic options for my kids, but also the junk food that I kind of want? You know, there's, sometimes it's hard to find all the stuff you want in one place. Um, finding high-quality, affordable grocery items in one place is literally, like I said, almost impossible in today's world. But thanks to Thrive Market, I stress less because I get everything I need and so much more in one place. Shopping with Thrive Market means you'll find everything from healthy pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products. And it's all delivered right to your door, which is so amazing. When you buy from Thrive Market, you can save up to 30% off the best organic groceries. Thrive Market doesn't only have groceries like I mentioned my most recent favorite thing that I got from there is like this travel kit by a cure I don't really know how to pronounce it I'm sure it's a cure or a cure I don't know but anyway they have like a facial scrub and like shampoo and facial moisturizer things and it's so nice because obviously I'm traveling a lot as you guys know I'm literally on tour right now and so it's been so nice to be able to use that and know that I'm putting like quality good products on my face and my skin while I'm traveling and things are so hectic so not only does it give me yummy snacks and foods for when I'm home with my kids but it also provides me with things that I can take with me when I'm not home too, which is really fabulous. Um, I absolutely love how easy it is to use their website and their app. If you're looking for low sugar, keto, gluten-free, zero waste, BIPOC-owned brands, you can find all of these things and more. Just filter by, there's like 90 plus values and lifestyles to find what works just for you. So for us, Thrive Market saves us so much time when we're looking for products that we want for our kids, you know, stuff that doesn't have a lot of sugar in it, but might taste like it's got sugar in it. Snacks that are just healthy for them and delicious. Um, so that's something that we're always looking for and always have luck with um, with Thrive Market. So with Thrive Market's fast and free carbon neutral shipping, you're also saving a ton of time otherwise spent in grocery lines and parking lots. Best of all, when you join Thrive Market, you're joining a community of 1 million plus members and sponsoring a family in need. That's so awesome. Get convenient, high quality, affordable groceries delivered with Thrive Market. Join Thrive Market today and get $80 in free free groceries. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash relax to get $80 in free groceries. That's a lot, guys. That's thrivemarket.com slash relax. Go check it out. Okay, guys, we have reached the end of this wonderful podcast episode. I just got off stage. Uh, literally, that's why I'm out of breath. I literally ran off stage and came here to film this last little moment. I'm so excited because in a few hours, I wake up to go to the airport to fly home to see my kids and my husband, and I'm so excited. So anyway, I have one final story for you guys about Eric, and um, but first, I just wanted to say I'm a little kerfluffled 
because there were so many <laughs> technical difficulties on stage tonight. It was crazy. Um, I'm a little like all out of sorts. The show was fine and the audience was great, but man, the videos weren't playing, the songs weren't playing, things were skipping. It was just such a mess. Um, like there's a girl who came on the stage and she wanted to bring a friend. So the friend came on stage and then she fell on the stage and it was just like in the middle of a song. It was just like, it's so, it was just chaos on stage tonight. So I'm a little kerfluffled. Anyway. All right. So a story about Eric, final story. Now I, I feel like I've been giving you lots of heartfelt, sweet stories um, about Eric. And so I have to finish on one that might be a little embarrassing. And also this is relax the podcast. Would it really be a true episode of relax the podcast if I didn't talk about poop? So sorry, Eric, but here we go. So we might've told some version of this story before, but I know that there's something I've never told Eric before. Um, and so I'm going to reveal it here. So one time, we were backstage at a show. The reason I thought of this is because I'm backstage. And sometimes in theater, in the backstage areas, we we don't have many bathroom options. So it's kind of like, if you gotta go, everyone knows. It's kind of the motto backstage because you just hear everything. It's usually one small dressing room and there's one bathroom or the bathroom is backstage is like cement walls and ceilings and it's very echoey and so that's happened before and I feel like we talked about it on the podcast I think it was in Sacramento um Eric went to the bathroom and uh it was very echoey everywhere through the halls but um I was talking to Corey oh I think someone's coming in hello it's Corey the man of the hour <laughs> sorry guys we had to take a little pause there is a really sweet girl who came to the meet and greet today um and she said she wanted me to write something down for her to get a tattoo and I got very overwhelmed and stressed I was like oh my god this is so much pressure um and then things got crazy because we were getting ready for the show and then the show happened and so I guess she just went up to Corey and was like wait she never gave me something for a tattoo so that's what's currently happening that's very overwhelming knowing that I just wrote something down that's going to be on that girl's skin for the rest of her life um but I just tried to write down a few sweet things and she can pick what she wants from those I wrote down a few different phrases and kind encouraging words and she can use whatever she wants um or she can use none of it I don't know that's very overwhelming um anyway okay so um one time Corey and I and Eric were all at a show and it was a small dressing room with a bathroom that was just shared for all of us and Eric seemed seemed a little nervous guys and he's kind of pacing around and then he went into the bathroom. I don't think I've ever told him this because I didn't want to embarrass him. But we talk about poop all the time on here. I feel like he would laugh. Um, so then he went into the bathroom and it was just like explosive sounds. Just like this poor guy. Like it was like clearly he needed to get that out immediately. And Corey and I were alone in the dressing room. And it went from like absolute silence in the dressing room to just like these very loud sounds and Corey and I just looked at each other like oh and like we didn't know what to do because we didn't want to let him know that we could hear it so we're like do we leave do we just sit here do we sit? like we obviously can't say anything to him but we didn't want to like laugh and embarrass him so we just kind of stared at each other with our eyes really 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 big and we're like what do we do and then Eric came out and we just act like nothing happened um but we never spoke of this and so I'm revealing to Eric um that that happened and I'm so sorry um, to embarrass you in front of all these lots of people who are listening to this podcast but we talk about poop all the time on here I don't feel like it's that big of a deal and also um, you know I hear you poop all the time in fact the other day where were we I don't remember where we were but we were somewhere and um, Eric went into the bathroom oh we were at we were in Austin um, for Eric's brother's wedding and it was a hotel once again hotel situation where like you have to go to the bathroom like what do you do like the, everyone's gonna hear you that's when you know you're like truly in a great relationship that's like this is gonna be solid for a while is if you go traveling with someone and you're in a hotel with them like there's no way around it like you're gonna hear each other poop like you're gonna hear each other pee you're gonna hear everything that happens because those bathrooms most of the time have freaking pocket doors in hotels um and you just hear everything anyway we are in austin and um Eric went to the bathroom and Flynn, bless his sweet three-year-old little heart, he goes into the bathroom while Eric is in there clearly doing business. <laughs> Flynn says, Daddy, I can hear you farting. <laughs> and 
It was so funny. It's so funny because, like, obviously when you hear someone doing that in the bathroom, you just don't say anything. Like, you just don't mention it. It's just like, we're just all going to pretend that didn't happen. I don't want to embarrass you. Like, I don't want you to feel awkward. You should be able to, like, get all that out and not be worried about people hearing or making fun or whatever. But Flynn had no shame. He went straight in there and he was like, Daddy, I hear you farting. Um, And it it wasn't farts, but it did sound like it could have been. Anyway, um, (laughs) the other thing that was funny is when I left for this trip, um, uh, I got a text from Eric uh, right when I left that Flynn had barricaded all of the bathrooms with pillows and said, Daddy, no pooping today. (laughs) And he like made pooping off limits for everyone in the house. I wonder if I can find that picture because I should definitely show it. There it is, the adorable picture. If you're watching the episode, you'll be able to see Flynn standing by the bathroom door where he had put a huge pile of pillows and instructed Eric that there will be no pooping today, um, which I think is so cute. Um, you know, I feel like we've gone a few weeks without talking about poop. I feel like it's appropriate that in Eric's birthday episode, I end the episode talking about poo. Like that makes sense, right? Um, I also will say, speaking of, oh my gosh, my brain doing a podcast episode by myself is wild. Um, I was talking earlier about the hotel situation where like if you're in a hotel with someone, you just hear them poop all the time. Early on in my relationship with Eric, he would go down to the lobby to poop. Like when he needed to poop, he'd be like, I'm going to go down the lobby. And it was like, we both knew what he was doing. Like we would talk about it. He'd be like, I'm going to the lobby. Like, I'm like, Oh, you got to poop. He'd be like, yeah. But at that point, like, why not just do it in the room? Like we both know it's happening. Like <laughs> just do it in, do it in the hotel bathroom. But he used to do that every time. Um, because he didn't want me to hear. Uh, but anyway, uh, I love that man so much. He is so incredible and I'm going to try my hardest to make sure this is the best birthday week ever for him. I have a lot of really fun things planned that I can't wait to tell you guys about. I'm so excited. I think he's going to have a great week. I think he's going to have a fun time. And uh, yeah, I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, Thanks for all that you do to support us so that we can have wonderful, fun birthday weeks and um, just a really fun, fabulous life with our cute little family. We love and appreciate you all so much. And please send Eric lots of birthday love and wishes. He deserves it. And um, I'll see you guys next time. Bye. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.